Welcome back, everyone, to the Flying Green Sports Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Neville, along with Michael Nanny, of course, here to discuss the New York Jets and the Philadelphia Eagles of the National Football League. We got a good episode here. Big week 17 games here for both the Eagles and the Jets. Michael, how are you feeling about this Jets-Seahawks game? I'm excited. I think it it's, feels great just to have this chance here. You know, I think I was checked out. Most Jets fans were checked out, but kind of got a wave of second life here with some of these holiday weekend results like we talked about last time. And obviously Mike White coming back. So it, it feels like they got a chance here to save the season and really kind of reclaim some of that magic they had going through 11 games so it's an it's an exciting opportunity just to have meaningful Jets football in January is something that's typically <laughs> typically unheard of around here it's it's been a long time since the Jets have uh had like you said a meaningful game late in the season since about what, six seven years something like that yeah 2015 that do or die Bills game. Let's not talk about that. Hopefully, we don't get a repeat of that was, this year. Was less die, or more die than it was due. But yeah. the Jets fighting for the playoff lives of the Eagles. On the other hand, already have their playoff lives in their own hands. Uh, they just need one more win. Hopefully, here against the Saints to lock up the coveted number one overall seed in the NFC. Um, who knows if they'll do it with uh, Jalen Hurts or not? That's the big question. He's been practicing today and yesterday, uh, so I guess that's good news. But uh, yet to know if he uh, is going to play or not. Um, I wonder if the Eagles are going to play it safe, just say, hey, we think we're just a better team than the Saints. And Gardner Minshew showed enough against the Cowboys where, hey, we could throw this guy out there for another game more confident that he can get us the win that we need. And then we could just rest everyone. No more injuries to the whole team is what it seems to have been building up for the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, what what do you think? Do you think they'll lean towards the safe route or maybe push it with Hurts? What do you think they're going to do this week? I If I was a betting man, I don't know. I Like, he's practicing, and, like, it's – I feel like it's a must-win game because you don't want to get one of the last game of the season. And, and the Saints are also fighting for a playoff spot uh, for their own division. Um and they don't even have a first-round pick to play for, so it's not like they're tanking at all. So, and the Eagles own their draft pick, so the Saints have a lot to play for in this one. So they're not just going to be any pushovers. You know, the Eagles are most likely the better team, but you know, the Saints aren't going to come in here and give you a bad game. So I think you want your best players out there, but I also don't think you want to risk more injury uh, to Jalen Hurts. So if I was the coach, I would probably just sit him for this one because I think you could beat the Saints just with Gardner Minshew and just more talent on both sides of the football. But, hey, it's I think it's a must-win game. So if the doctors think he's ready to play and the coaches think he could go, I, I think you throw him out there and win this one game. Yeah, and I guess before we start with the Jets, let's talk about this Eagles and Saints matchup a little bit here. So, you know, Saints have not had the, the greatest season this year, but they have won their last two games. Uh, close wins over again over the Falcons and the Browns um, and it's a team that has some talent so when you look at the Saints team and how the Eagles sort of match up with them what are some things you're looking at this week for the Eagles to hopefully take care of business at home I think the Eagles need to to get back to what their identity is and especially if they start Gardner Minshew here I think they need to run the football um, 
the past few games hasn't been too good. A couple turnovers from the running backs themselves. Uh, Miles Sanders had a little bit of fumble problems here lately. Um, but I think you run the football. No one's asking for 25 carries, but keep the – actually, you know, I, I'm saying run the football, but I wouldn't mind a couple deep shots. I know Marcus May, um, he's been injured. They lost Marcus Williams of the Ravens in the free agency. Marshawn Lattimore is out there, but Devontae Smith has been terrific here in these past few games. But earlier on in the season, the Eagles have seen they were taking a lot more deep shots, obviously with Jalen Hurts, so it's different with uh, Minshew plays. But I think, you know, you run the ball in first and second downs. You run the ball successfully. You could set up the play action. Uh, the Saints do have Demario Davis, who's um, very good one of the better linebackers in football. Um, see if Goddard can maybe get something going there over the middle. And if he can't, try some deep shots to Devontae Smith. But I think the Eagles need to just get back to what makes them successful. And that's great defensive play, which they could do. Um, not sure if Chris Olave is going to be playing in this one or not. Um, I know he was injured a couple weeks ago, but not on IR or anything. So he could come in for this one. Um, but terrific pass rush from the Eagles. Um, Ryan Ramchek for the Saints has been banged up. So if you could exploit – the Saints O-line, um, get to the quarterback and have a great run game and set up a couple of deep shots and make life easy for Gardner Minshew. I think that's what they need to get to. Yeah, Andy Dalton's kind of had a little, I wouldn't say a resurgence season, but he's been starting here. Played well. Played, played pretty well. 17 touchdowns, 8 picks, 66% completion. So he kind of looks like the Andy Dalton of old, which was a solid mm starting quarterback and you know not the greatest support over there with the saints right now considering their injuries and everything especially with the o-line and the weapons so um yeah 35 year old andy dalton here is not a not a complete pushover at quarterback so we'll see yeah, if you could uh yeah if you can get it done against the eagles here uh so I, I guess switching it over to the jets side this is a very interesting matchup here between the jets and the seahawks two teams in a very similar position both of them had Great, surprising starts to the season through, you know, 9, 10, 11 games, um, but recently have really been falling off, kind of lost some of that magic that got them to that point. Um, neither of these teams had high expectations coming into the year. Both were expected to be rebuilding young teams, but both of their draft classes have been amazing. Instant impact yeah. um, on both sides, both defensively and offensively for each of these teams. Probably the two best mm -hmm. draft classes in the league, so... Very yeah. similar franchises here on both sides. And you also have a lot of um, reunions on both sides. The Jets have a lot of former Seahawks. Uh, Robert Sala coached with them while Pete Carroll was there. Um, DJ Reed, George Fant, Dwayne Brown. So Jets are loaded with former Seahawks. And Seattle, obviously, is Geno Smith going up against his former team. And he is 2-0 this season in his revenge game so far. He beat the Giants and the Chargers already, so... <laughs> Um, the Geno Smith ain't right back tour has been going well so far. We'll oh, see yeah, can... started that off early on the season. See if you can keep ain't... that going here. Three and <laughs> ain't right back, and here are these so... past few games. It seems that he's writing back or something. But yeah, how, however you want to put that. Yeah, he started <laughs> right back recently. The past <laughs> past few games, he's had some more picks and fumbles recently. And uh, you know, the Seahawks have lost some winnable games at home. They lost to the Panthers. They lost to the Raiders. Um, Niners tough game. They lost that, lost to Kansas City, and then they lost a neutral game in Germany against the Bucks. That's kind of what started their slide. So Seahawks only one win in their last six games. Jets exact same thing since a six and three start. So 
one of these teams is going to have to come out of here with their season back on track. And one of these teams is going to keep going down the drain. So it will be interesting to see which one of these teams that's going to be because both these teams, I think, could come out of here, come out of the season with, with a lot of positivity, with the talent they've developed, and just exceeding expectations, building a foundation. The Seahawks even have um, the Broncos' first-round pick, so they are in a great spot regardless of whether or not they make the playoffs. That's going to be a, a top-three mm-hmm. pick probably. Yeah. So they're in a great spot. Jets are going to feel good about their young talent, but both these teams can make some noise right now with the talent they have. And one of them, in all likelihood, one of them is going to miss the playoffs. And one of them very well could make it. So whoever wins this game is going to have the shot to do that. So a lot on the line in this game. It really felt like primetime material, but we got to watch Kenny Pickett again, apparently. <laughs> Just because he won only Kenny one game with 13 points against the Raiders' terrible defense. Oh, you're primetime material now. <laughs> and you might even be eliminated by the time you start playing because they need all the help in the world to have a chance but uh okay nfl great decision it's either the uh it's either the, the steelers or the colts it seems on prime time yeah just gotta can't get enough of those colts and steelers game. and the chargers a lot the of them quarter, too quarterback uh carousel over there nick Foles, former eagle legend just nick had a atrocious awful game <laughs> <laughs> Had like two picks on the first two drivers on the minimum look good at all. Yeah, but this one know, he run. Started. Now he's got to keep cashing his he's, checks. He's only everywhere. good in Philly. He's never been good anywhere this else. Is, his Kansas only, City, only comfortable place. Chicago, Jacksonville. <laughs> got the Nick Foles World Tour going on. He still has a winning record as a starter in the league 29 and 28. But as you said, 21 and 11 with the Eagles. He's 8 and 17 with everyone else. So. <laughs> everyone else. I remember his magical. I think that was the eighth grade year, his magical 27 and two season. I thought that was the quarterback. Yeah, that's crazy. Future, I, <laughs> I thought he was the future of the league. That was, it's still like one of the great quarterback seasons by anyone in recent history. Yeah. I mean, 27 he, he and the, two. That's yeah, wild. He had a seven touchdown game against the Raiders, too. Yep. That season. So he was setting all kinds of records. I mean, as as it turns out, he did turn out to be their Super Bowl winning quarterback, just he not in the way totally that he expected <laughs> to go out. Totally fine with me. I think I think the but, Eagles yeah. should retire his jersey. I think give him his his due diligence. Give him the number nine. Retire because without him, has anyone Super worn Bowl. it since he left? I don't think so. Um, there's no quarterbacks with number nine. Yeah, maybe they should. Yeah. I mean, just an Eagles Super Bowl was so elusive for so long. It's like who cares about what else he did before or after? Just and, the fact that no he brought been... that one home. <laughs> All that matters. No one's number nine now. I don't think any like special teams punter or anyone's yeah. on it. It's kind of like one of those like sometimes teams will have a you know a number that's not actually retired, but it sort of is. Like yeah, the Jets like... haven't haven't given number twenty four to anyone since Revis left, but they haven't retired it yet. So it's one of those numbers you might as well just go ahead and retire. Yeah, it's been that way with uh, Zach Ertz. No one no one has eighty six since he's been traded. So that will probably get retired. Great yeah, but speaking Zach of Foles with the Colts. Could we have just seen the new Colts quarterback become available? Derek Carr, some big news out of Vegas. Yeah. Looks like he's going to be on the move. Well, he fits that right into that crazy. bill of a Colts quarterback. Seems like every year they get someone else's washed up former franchise yeah. guy. Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. Derek Carr fits perfectly into that cycle. And that that was weird. I remember watching the uh the Colts game. Um 
I mean, they put up a graphic about like the Colts' past quarterbacks in the record, and Carson Wentz was, I think, the only one who had like a winning record. Uh, speaking of Carson Wentz, he's now yeah. starting again. Oh, he's uh, right back in the mix here. Every, every team has a some quarterback, some quarterback situation that's going on. Uh, like Heineke, obviously, he's not a terrific quarterback, but he was winning them games. But I guess now. Not looking so great. Um, see if you get some Wench magic uh, coming here for the final games of the season. They need a couple, couple of things to go their way, and they could sneak in the playoffs and maybe play the Vikings or someone. Yeah, the NFC wild card race very interesting, and the Giants are kind of, you know, sitting despite their loss, they're still in a really good spot because they have that tie. Yeah, they're really going to have to lose both games too. to uh to miss the playoffs. And they got the Colts this week and potentially a resting Eagles team in the final week. So. Giants are looking good, but then you have, what do you have, four teams going for that last spot? Commanders, Lions, Packers, and the Seahawks all kind of gunning for that last spot there. So that's going to be an interesting race, which obviously the Jets game plays a big part in. So we'll see how that plays yeah. out, you know. But Derek Carr is interesting, I think, for the Jets mix this offseason because we know the Jets are going to be in that quarterback, uh, quarterback market with – the uncertainty there. So could Derek Carr be an option for them? I think that's something they might look at. You know, he's a big contract, but he also might get released because, yeah, um, you know, right. they have to make their decision, I think, until three days after the Super Bowl. So uh, Derek Carr could be an option for the Jets. But uh, first things first, right now, it's all about Mike White <laughs> and making this playoff chase here. Uh, because, we talked about this last time. Don't get too yeah. ahead of Yeah, let's not get too far ahead of Jets. ourselves. Yeah. First, we've um, got to score points, score six. Yeah, let's get a touchdown first here. I mean, we haven't even scored a rushing touchdown in three <laughs> weeks at this point. I haven't had a 100-yard rushing game in four weeks. I haven't scored 20 points in four weeks. So first things first before we start <laughs> dreaming big. But um, it's a, f- a fun opportunity for the Jets because if you can win these last two games, uh, and here I go getting ahead of myself anyway, but <laughs> if you win these last two games, you go in two-game winning streak. <laughs> Since you changed your quarterback, it kind of reminds you maybe like 2019 Titans sort of vibe with the, you know, get the spark from your quarterback, get in as a nine-win wildcard team and ride that momentum. Speaking of the Titans, they're they're making a bunch of quarterbacks instead of starting Malik Willis yesterday about Josh Dobbs. Yeah, Titans basically threw that Thursday night game, just trying to rest (laughs) for for the division championship. In week 18, which I think everyone would be shocked if the Titans won that. But, you know, it's one game. It's do or die. It's in the division. You never know what can happen. Henry masterpiece. Derrick Henry could go off. Uh, he Derrick Henry tends to do well in some of his big <laughs> moments. So, um, yeah. But the Jaguars look really good, and they could be a playoff threat. Um, got Houston this week. We'll see if they can pull that off. I think they will. But um, they should be able to beat Tennessee, grab that division, and then they could go in on a five-game winning streak with one of the hottest quarterbacks yeah. in the league right here and play a home playoff game against likely a Ravens team that it's may or up. may not have Lamar Jackson and is pretty banged up overall. So you could you're very well could be looking at a Jaguars team in the division round. All because the Jets decide to just not try on Thursday night. <laughs> and because uh, Frank here? Gore in 2020. Frank. <laughs> That's an Eagles legend, Frank Gore, to you. Yeah. He uh, agreed to yeah. a deal, and then, like, an hour later, he just doesn't sign yeah. <laughs> Fine with me. You know, who knows if they would have had Jalen Hurts or even anything. They signed Frank Gore if things didn't go well with him with the Jets. 
Yeah, I mean, teams he's been on recently hasn't, other than the Bills, I guess, they did okay after he left. But a lot of these teams, you know, he's kind of left a little bit of a curse on, such as the Colts, you know, Andrew Luck retires. Um, Dolphins haven't done too much. So Frank Gore curse is pretty real. Uh, But let's talk about Jet Seahawks. I mean, Mike White coming back, hopefully this offense can get a little bit of a spark because these last two games without him just – has not been the same. I mean, Jacksonville was a complete mess on the offensive side, and it was more than Zach Wilson. It was There was no run game. Pass protection wasn't very good, but when there were plays open, Zach Wilson just couldn't hit them. And I think you could rely on Mike White to hit some of those easier throws and just get some more respect out of the defense so they could hopefully back up. Yeah, And uh, you can establish that run game and then hopefully have a more complimentary offense. So hopefully he can do that. This is a it's not a great Seattle defense. They are the fourth worst scoring defense this year. Um, they've had troubles at home, three straight home losses right now. So it's a it's a place I think the Jets could go in, have some success, and really compete in this game, have a chance to get back in that playoff mix. Jets are looking pretty healthy at this point. Knock on wood, not a ton of Must be injuries nice. right now. But uh, Seattle has had is having some questions on their injury report. Kenneth Walker, Tyler Lockett, a couple guys up in the air. So. Um, could be a good opportunity here for the Jets. And then at the same time, uh, well, not the same time, but uh, before the Jets game starts at 4 o'clock, we'll be watching the uh, Dolphins-Patriots game, see how that plays out. We'll be rooting for the Dolphins this week to hopefully Maybe. knock out the Patriots. So that could potentially make next week's game a win and in because if the Patriots win this week, then Patriots have to lose to Buffalo next week for the Jets or Dolphins to get in. But... Uh, like we said, first things first, let's win our own game here. So um, from your perspective, looking at this from the outside, Jets and Seahawks, what are you thinking here? I think getting Mike White back is huge. It seems like the past, yeah. like you said, four weeks or so, the Jets have kind of lost their identity. Um, and just being a team that could, like, they went into Minnesota and gave the Vikings a great run, and then now, Without Mike White, they kind of just look like pushovers. So I think just getting back your quarterback and someone that really posed a, an actual threat as someone who could throw for over 300 yards and win the game with his arm, I think that just opens up everything for the offense. They haven't had a great rushing game past couple of weeks. So if you get that passing aspect back, that just opens up for Zonovan Knight, uh, the running back position. So everything just – once you have – when you have at least solid – quarterback play everything else just opens up for the team the energy comes back together the defense will play better everyone all aspects of the team will start playing better so i think this is a huge get for the jets right when they need it most so i think they're looking good going into this game yeah no it it really does help to have that help the run game to have a bigger threat at quarterback because i mean you just look back at the lions game a couple weeks ago and the lions were just daring the jets to throw the ball it Uh was loaded boxes the whole game man-to-man coverage and you know Zach Wilson hit a couple of bombs in there but not nearly enough when the lines were just basically saying come come beat us you can do whatever you want against us we have terrible corners we're playing man-to-man here there's one high safety there's three linebackers crowded near the line and a yeah. safety like you can do whatever you want against us and the, again like hit it a couple times but when the defense is playing like that you should be dominating the game and there were too many missed opportunities that I think Mike White definitely would have hit because you look at what Mike White was doing in the previous two games 
um, against the Vikings and the Bills, and he was just hitting one tight throw after the next against, you know, a tightly contested coverage, under pressure. Um, And then you get this Lions game against a team that is very bad defensively and is daring you to beat them. And there were just wide open opportunities that Zach Wilson couldn't take advantage of. So that's why they got only 17 points against a team that's giving up 27 a game this year. So a lot of, a lot of points left on the table, I think by Wilson that Mike White's going to pick up these next couple of weeks. So exciting, exciting opportunity here. It's, good just to be in this mix it's december 30th here we're still talking about the jets winning a game we're not really trying to root for them to lose i don't know any draft prospects yet that's a great sign here who bryce bryce smith is that the quarterback yeah i can't even tell you because usually at this point like i'd have my edge rankings out here i have my tackle rankings like here, here's what i would take the whole the board whole, of 500 listed out. The whole board listed out. I'd have my mock draft scenarios like, okay, if this guy's not available at four, this is who we're going to take. No, we're not doing none of that. We're talking about <laughs> being the Seahawks on Sunday, New Year's Day, to create a huge Jets-Dolphins game in week 18. That's what we're focused on. So it's fun just to be in that spot. But hopefully we can build on that and raise the bar beyond just, ooh, it's cool to be here, but let's actually win these games and – Hey, so we're here. Long. Yeah. Just wave your hand. Hey, hey, the Jets, remember us? We're a team. Yeah, we exist. <laughs> it kind of it kind of does feel like that. It does feel like that. The Jets are, are usually long out of the conversation nationally at this point. But now you look at the schedule and you're like, hey, here's the Jets game. That's pretty interesting. I might watch the highlights of that or something. But uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it, but I'll watch the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> it's they're they're present in the league. They exist for reasons other than being one of the top five picks. So very, very pleasant. I feel like that's what yeah. he knows him for. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Very, very exciting time here. Um, so you want to talk about it's maybe some playoff game here? Yeah. I mean, playoffs start now. Essentially, this is pretty much the beginning of their wild card run. I mean, they lose to the Seahawks. They are officially eliminated. You know, same goes, obviously, if they lose next week. So it's all road games, all winner go home games from here on out. So if you're gonna win a Super Bowl, you gotta win six games in a row on the road starting right yeah. now. So the path is clear for the Jets to that championship, but at least there is one. That's what's exciting. So um maybe you want to discuss some of the other games on the schedule here. Yeah, let me pull up this schedule here. Um but the Eagles, I mean it just I think it just rides on the um the shoulders of Gardner Minshew or the health of Jalen Hurts for this one against the Saints. I mean, the Saints have a very good pass defense. So as I was saying, you could exploit them on the ground if you could. Um, I don't know if they're getting C.J. Gardner-Johnson back or not because they haven't designated him back to practice. So he's probably not going to play for this one. Um, and if if you don't win this game, then it's like, oh, okay, well, well, what are we doing here? What's going on? Can we can we win, please? Um I, I I don't want to say it's a must-win game, but as close as must-win games get in uh, Week 17, like the Jets and the Eagles are in the same boat here. I think you got to win because you don't you can't have this terrific start and not get the first seed. If you don't get the one seed, it's a total flop of the season. You got to go on the road. Yeah, it's a tough situation uh, here for the Eagles because I mean, if you can't pull out the Saints game, the Cowboys are lingering around here, and you go into Week 18 against the Giants team that. Will likely still be playing for a. I mean, they could clinch by then, so maybe you do get a resting Giants team if the Giants can win this week. 
Um, but still, you know, if you, the, the Cowboys are sitting 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 around there, and uh, if you can't finish it off here, yeah. it could very easily go from thirteen and one to playing on the road against the terrible NFC South winner in the wild card round. So uh, just got to get one of these last two at home. Yeah, and I think, like, even without your quarterback, I think get approved of the league. Okay, we are the best team in the league, even without our guy. You got to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat, like the Saints. And you got to make a statement. You got to, no one's saying you got to win this game by 30 points, but you just got to win this game with what you're given. You know, no Lane Johnson, no Avante Maddox, backup quarterback, most likely, but you got to go out there and you got to win this game and prove that you are the best team in the league. Right, exactly. And I think that's, what good teams do, and it's what the Eagles have done for most of the season, and I do think they'll get it done here in this game. So uh, hopefully they do that, but if not, Week 18 gets very, very interesting because the Cowboys have have made a run here. So they're sitting around. The Niners are lingering as well. Yeah. Potentially that top seed. Obviously the Vikings aren't too much of a threat because of the tiebreaker, but uh, it's interesting. Um, So looking at the Week 17 schedule here, some of the other games – around the league, uh, what catches your eye right off the bat? Probably uh, Vikings-Packers because the Packers yeah. are they're still in the mix of that wild card spot. Um, uh, I think it, a lot of their success depends on the health of receivers. And I know Christian Watson's been limited in practice here recently, so if he can't go, uh, the Vikings' pass defense has been not good at all this season. So if you get him, you could definitely – make a couple of big plays. He was heavily targeted um, in their last game before he got injured. Um, so I think the healthy receivers, you know, like we said before, the time of this season around playoff time, it comes down to which teams are healthy, what teams have their best players out there. If Say if Christian Watson can't go in this game, Packers are probably down their best receiver on offense. Yeah, and Packers are an interesting team because they had such a – tough start to the year after high expectations, but now they're playing great football and they're right in that mix for the wild card. And, you know, if they can catch the commanders, get into that wild card spot, Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, not a guy you want to play. Um, mm-hmm. I was a temporary Packers fan last week, rooting <laughs> for them to beat the dolphins. And I had a lot of fun rooting for my Packers last week. And I was flipping out when they got that final interception. Your out the nation concussed yeah. to a, yeah, Sauce Gardner, both of us with our cheese heads on last week. So uh, Packers are interesting, and Vikings obviously are a super odd team because they yeah. seem like the biggest frauds in the league, but they just keep winning every single time. You, they can't blow anyone out for the life of themselves, but they just manage to win right. every every single time. So we'll see if they can maintain that through the playoffs. and it's very much looking like they could be playing the Giants in that first wild card game, so they could get a rematch. Which, yeah, that. the Giants. Uh, which the Giants are a similar kind of team. Obviously, not to the same extent, but, you know, another team that kind of overachieves win, wins a lot of close games. So that one's interesting. But uh, Monday night, I mean, Bengals-Bills. Uh, I think we – did we give our prediction for this one? We did. Oh, I, think we, we did. I think we both took the Bengals, right? Yeah, yeah. So – Bengals Bills, very interesting. One seed on the line in the AFC, which which is going to mean a lot because it seems like you got three very real contenders in the mix here, and only one of them 
is going to get that first round by and ensure that they can play at home. I think the Bills really need it the most because, you know, we've seen now back-to-back years, they've played the Chiefs very, very close. So close. That playoff game playoffs, but, uh, but both of them on the road. So if they can get that game at home, maybe that gives them the edge they need to push through and get through the AFC this year. So uh, Bill's got it right in front of them. We'll see if this is a tough game, but then they got the Pats next week. Um, As long as they could take care of that. uh, Well, if they lose this game, the Bengals take control of that one seed race. Don't they? Yeah. Cause they beat the chiefs too. Um, So it gets very old. Although if the chiefs win this week, then they're a game ahead of both of these teams. So it kind of puts it in the chiefs hands. Assuming they beat the Broncos you don't want at home. You don't want to face the Chiefs at yeah, home. That's they the last thing you want. Give the Chiefs that one seed. Let them play at home again. So, uh, huge week for that one seed race in the AFC. Um, look at the wild card yeah. games in the NFC. Obviously, Jets, Seahawks. That's going to be a big one. Commanders playing the Browns at home. Carson Wentz returning to the lineup in a favorable matchup oh, yeah. here. See if he can take care of business. Uh, the NFC South Championship, essentially. <laughs> Sam Darnold going Panthers, into Bucks. Tampa Bay, go against Todd Bowles. We are huge Sam Darnold fans over huge here. Huge Darnold fans over here. I still still my Darnold Funko Pop up on my shelf over here. So that's a nostalgic little thing. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Can the Panthers pull it off? They've really looked rejuvenated since they fired their coach. Sam Darnold's playing pretty well these past few games since coming back and Buccaneers are, you know, they've better record than the Panthers, but they just don't look impressive ever, even when they win uh, while the Panthers have you know, shown some intriguing stuff recently. So man, that I would like to see the Panthers more than the Bucks. Like we both said yeah, last week. So um, see other NFC wild card uh, bears are playing at the Lions, So Lions with a very golden opportunity here to, keep themselves in this get wild card mix, get a win that they need. And, you know, look at some of these other other NFC wild card games. The Lions could take a step up this week. You know, Packers playing the Vikings, that's tough. Seahawks against the Jets, tough. Maybe I'm biased. And Seahawks fans don't think it's tough, but I think it is. Um, Commanders playing well, we the We have all of, all of Seahawks Nation is going to listen to this episode right here and listen to what you that's say right. about the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think they're all going to be coming at me for that one. Uh, but Commanders playing the Browns, you know, Browns are not very good, but they're tougher than the Bears. So Lions, they could just take care of business in that home game. Maybe they're the team we see in that seventh seed at the end of the standings this week. That's a team you probably don't want to mess with in the playoffs. Yeah, so, that, it almost seems like they have like, nothing to lose, even though they have something to lose, but they just play like reckless football. or just like, all right, we're going all out there. Yeah, 30, so it, like thirty points guess, a game. It seems. Let's look at it from your Eagles perspective. If if you're the Eagles, which one of these NFC wild card contenders would you least want to play? Well, you just want to play. I always think you don't want to play your divisional rivals. Yeah. Most. Um. So I think if you could just avoid that, because that's always a, a tough battle, no matter what you play. Um. But for the teams that are like close on the bubble, I'd say probably the biggest threat. Would probably just be the Packers. Um, minus a few injuries, like Rashawn Gary is a big one, but they got good secondary out there. Adrian Amos, Jair Alexander, Razul Douglas, Eric Stokes, who might be injured. Um, Rashawn Gary, you know, the Eagles beat him earlier on in the season, but Aaron Rodgers, 
in the playoffs is is something you don't want to face like Tom Brady, you know. You never know when these guys are just going to just take over the games themselves. They just make everyone around them better. Yeah, I mean, Lions are a hot team as well, but, you know, cooled off against the Panthers this week, showed some vulnerability in that one. Um, Seahawks are interesting. Geno Smith is at a great season. They have weapons offensively. Um, not a great defensive team, and they've been cold recently, but they could heat up a little bit. Maybe they're interesting. Commanders, maybe they're the least dangerous to me out of this group. I mean, they have a great defense. They have weapons offensively. Hey, they beat the Eagles. What do you mean? They did beat, they did beat the Eagles, but just the quarterback questions, you know, what are we going to get from that position? <laughs> I'm probably less confident in their quarterback than any of these, these other NFC wildcard teams, so maybe that's why I'm a little mm-hmm. more skeptical of them. Um, but overall, looking Good at the defense, whole... Though. Yeah, they do have great defense. Um, but overall, looking at the the whole NFC playoff picture, including the division leaders, who do you think is the greatest threat to the Eagles? Do you think it's uh, it's probably between two teams? So do you think it's the Niners or the Cowboys? Definitely the Cowboys. Yeah, um, and it's it's probably just because of division. But there's always, I mean, if you get them at home, that's great. You know, as long as you don't choke these games here. Um, but Eagles Cowboys is always just a hard fought battle. Usually, I mean the Niners, Brock Purdy's gotten them rejuvenated somehow. Um, terrific defense over there, Christian McCaffrey. Um, I don't know. They're they're both really good. I mean Dak Prescott has been playing terrific lately, but if I, you know, I just don't want to see the Cowboys because you know that's just going to be an insanely insanely tough physical game. Um, but both teams are really good, probably. The three best teams, the Eagles, Cowboys, Niners, and the NFC playoffs. So probably end up facing one of them. But if I had to lean more, I'd rather face the Niners just because I don't want to face I don't want to face a divisional rival when it matters most. We we just keep sleeping on the Vikings, but they're gonna be in there. They're gonna be playing a home game. They have shown they could finish and they come through in the clutch moments. So we'll see. Again, what happens. I wouldn't I would love nothing more than just to Knock the Cowboys out of the playoffs. Just that would be stick great. Stick it to them. It's always good to get that Cowboys playoff win, and there there have been a lot of them recently. They've been handing them out. Forty <laughs> Niners gave it to them last year. Yeah, I mean, what would the Vikings' path be right now? They're the two seed, right? So they played the Giants. So if they can win that, they'd move on to play the uh, three seed or the highest seeded team that wins the rest of the game. So potentially the uh, the Niners, and they might get it at home. So. Um, uh, Vikings are a sneaky team. They do, yeah. I mean, they got yeah. the weapons: Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, T.J. Hawkinson. So it's not like they can't, but it's got a, the defense got to hold up for them. Absolutely. So let's end a minute here. We're closing in on week seventeen. Uh, typically this is your season finale, but it, now this is your semi-finale <laughs> oh, since last hopefully, year. Hopefully, here next week, next Monday, probably we'll be here with in high spirits. I better be at least. I don't. I ain't, I don't it hasn't happened juice. recently. Our fortunes have kind of no. dipped since we started doing this podcast. I think we had one good week, but um, let's hope that we come back here next week. Jets are preparing for a win and end game, and the Eagles are all wrapped up with that number one seed. So, one seed. thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Go Jets, go time. Eagles, and see you next week.